welcome back to the Magic Fandom Podcast. I am Alyssa. And I'm Haymitch. 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 Hey, <laughs> um, if you know who Haymitch is, or if you read the title of this week's episode, you know that we will be talking about the Hunger Games. Do, do people just start listening without even looking at the title? Is that a thing? I don't know. Um, I know that when I'm listening to podcasts in my car, sometimes one will play automatically after oh, the other one ends. Yeah, yeah. And just I go don't right into the next one. Yeah, yeah, and I don't necessarily look at the title until I'm like. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know that I could tell you. Like, I've listened to two podcasts today, and I don't know that I could tell you the title of either right. of them. So, just saying. Just saying. Um, this is technically a part of our trilogy series, but it could be argued that it is not a trilogy because there is a fourth movie. Yes. I, I tend to say, I mean, it's, it's the Hunger Games, so it's, it's three books. Yes. Which is a trilogy. Correct. And technically, Mockingjay is one movie. They just had to break it up into two parts That's because true. it was four hours long. That's true. It's just so, an extra long movie. I can see where it would be easy to just say it's a trilogy. Well, and we did say that if it doesn't count for part of our trilogy series, we definitely want to start an ongoing dystopian future series because there are so many yes. that we could talk about. Yes. Uh, in fact, Divergent and Maze Runner are probably the next. Well, here's the thing is that I have never seen Maze Runner. And it was a book too, wasn't it? Is They were, they were all books. They were, I, well, I knew yeah. Divergent was too, yeah. Um, I have never seen Maze Runner. I've never read the book. Um, Divergent, I have seen, and I really, really liked it, but I have uh, not read the books. How many of them have you seen? I think I saw two of the, the Divergent movies. Wait, what? There's more than one of them. There's Divergent. There's Insurgent. Oh, that's there's, right. There's uh, another Int Urgent something. <laughs> urgent. Or just Urgent. <laughs> This is urgent. <laughs> um, um, I think there's four total of those. Okay, I have not seen and all of them. Maze Runner, I believe there's three. There's Maze Runner, there's Scorch Trials, and then there's there's another one. I yeah, I definitely out. have seen the first Divergent and maybe the second one, but that's it. So I'm really excited. That'll yeah, be good. Maze Runner, I really liked Maze Runner. It okay. Was, it was, I, I liked it, I think, more than, I, than Hunger Games. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. But well, back to Hunger Games. Back to Hunger Games. Um, I read all of these books. Um, I it's did been, not. It's been a long time since I have read them, but I, I remember a lot of details. Um, and I loved these books. I loved them when they came out. Um, my best friend, actually, Mary Lou, shout out, um, read these books first. Or read the first one first. Because I think they were like coming out as ever, we were... Like the first, she was the first person ever? Yeah, she was the first <laughs> one to ever read it. No, she read them before I had ever heard of them. And she was like, you have to read these books. Mm. Um, so I started, and again, I was like obsessed with it. And so when the movie came out, I was very, very excited about it. And I will say, I mean, they left out a lot. I will say. And they changed a bit. But book to movie, that's always going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like they kept the overall vibe and the overall story. And so much of it was as I pictured it in my head, like while I was reading the books. Cool. You know what I mean? Cool. So I'm into it. I read the first one. Okay. And then I was like, but I read the first one after the movie came out. So I was. So you had already seen the I'd movie. I'd seen the movie. So I kind of, and I was like, oh, I should probably read these for the other movies. And then I got done with the first book and I was like, eh. Did you... I was probably too old to... Well, I mean, I'm not saying that you're too old to read those. No. But 
I mean, it, it wasn't what I was into at the time. Right, right, so right, right, right. I just didn't. Well, watching the movies, because I know we're talking a lot about the movies today. Um, like, who were, did you go to the theater to see it? or? Um, I'm sure. Okay. I went to the theater to see at least one of them. Okay, gotcha. Um, let's see, this first one came out in 2012. So I was in the Marine Corps when, when these they came were coming out. out. Interesting. So I, I probably went and saw the Hunger Games with some, like, we probably went as a group. And probably saw it. And I haven't, I hadn't even thought of this until you just said it, like, maybe not at the time, but now, like, looking retrospectively, do you think, like, you being in the military, do you think watching these movies might be different for someone who might not have been in the military? Like, did you get something different out of it because of that? Um, I definitely think the whole, um through line that's on the kind of backbone of everything that I definitely understand the sometimes things need to be done that nobody wants to be done but they have to be done Mm -hmm. like you you don't have to like or agree that it has to be done but Mm -hmm. someone has to do it Mm -hmm. like it's like I told you I was the other day it's like there's there's a price of freedom that no one really understands Mm -hmm. and it's because the people that are willing to do those things, do them. Gotcha. So I think I kind of understand that element of the movie a little bit more. I'm not saying I agree with the things that some of the characters have to do. But you you get the perspective. But I understand why. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I get that. Um, Let's jump into the cast. This is a very large cast. Yes, and I feel like it gets bigger and bigger with every movie. Like Absolutely. every movie I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I forgot they were in this," you know? So the original movie, the first Hunger Games, you want to start it off? Uh yeah, so our leading lady Katniss Everdeen is played by Jennifer Lawrence, of course. This was like one of her breakthrough. Yeah, she had done a lot of um indie movies, a lot of smaller films before this. Um but this was definitely like what skyrocketed her to Stardom. Yeah, she uh, right before Hunger Games came out, uh, Silver Linings Playbook came out. Um, did you ever see that? Silver Linings Playbook? Yeah, yeah I liked that a lot. A, it's a good one. I like that. That's one though um, that like, I don't know. It's so emotional. Yeah, and it's so deep that you're just like, okay, I might only need like to watch this one time. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just so I, rich. I've seen it a couple times. I like it. It's good. No, it's um, very good. So she had little bit parts in a bunch of things. And like you said, she was in some indie flicks. Yeah. Um, Winner's Bone was probably her mm-hmm. big breakout. Yeah. Um, and then she was, uh, of course, Mystique's Mystique in X Men First Class. Yes. Um, and then you know the Hunger Games and Silver Linings um, Playbook. And then she was in a horror thriller movie that I watched. Yes. Um, House at the End of the Street. I think is what. It was yeah. Called. You did you and I watch it? I think we definitely have watched it. It was either you or Paige that showed it to me. No, I think we definitely watched it. Yeah, I think we definitely watched it. I like her as an actress. Like, how do you feel about her as... Well, maybe not as an actress, but as Katniss. Because we're talking about the Hunger Games. As Katniss, she was okay. I mean, I don't believe she is a... strong actor. Mm -hmm. But I feel like she... is earnestly having fun acting. And so... 
That shines it's, through. It, it shines through. It makes it a little bit easier to watch. But I like there were several scenes throughout these Hunger Game movies that I watched that I was like, that was bad acting. Really? Yeah, yeah. There, there's. Okay, I, I definitely. There was a crying scene in like one of the Mockingjay movies or something. See, I think she's a pretty good crier. I normally do, but that particular scene, I was like, okay, that was just bad. Oh, okay. Because there was another scene in which she was crying that was so real that, like, there were, I mean, obviously, like, there were actual tears, but they're, like, coming down her chin and her, like, her breathing. Like, yeah. it, it was, like, real. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely can see your point. Um, I really liked her as Katniss. Um, and we'll get into it when we talk about, like, the later movies, but I, how she kind of comes into her own... Um, character wise I think it's also reflected in her acting like Katniss is is coming into her own as the quote Mockingjay and as the voice of these people and all this stuff because at first she I means she she didn't want to be she didn't know what that meant and all that stuff and so she goes through this kind of transformation and this progression I feel like Jennifer Lawrence's acting does the same thing like I feel like she got better throughout yeah you know but maybe it was just like deeper and darker subject matter like as the movies got yeah it definitely got darker to do i mean it starts off pretty dark oh yeah i mean it's it's a dark uh it's a dark plot in general um i guess i mean if if you don't know what the hunger games uh storyline is do you want to just like go through it super Uh, quick super quick um dystopian future Mm -hmm. uh the country, I guess? Yeah. The United States has turned into a... It's not just the United States, though, is it? Because it's very weird, because there were scenes that went from, like, seemingly it was all in the same time frame, mm-hmm. but it went from one district to the next, and in one district it was dark, and in the other district it was, like, middle of the day. Yeah. So it made me think, is like, oh, is this, are these districts so much bigger than what I imagined? I mean, maybe. I um, don't know. Anyway, don't know. so basically, uh, the capital runs all these districts. Um, every year, they have to send a tribute, two tributes, a, a girl and a boy, all under the age of 18, between 11 and 18. Yeah, I believe so. Um, between 11 and 18, they send, and they them to the capital they fight it out in a battle royale scenario to the death to the death until there's one person left kids killing kids kids killing kids so it starts off pretty dark yes and they claim that the government the the capital is what they're called um the president and all of you know whoever claim that they have to do it this way in order to keep the peace keep the peace after because there was a big war there's a big war and it was like we do this to remind you how bad it could be kind of thing right which is nuts first of all second of all scary to think about yeah absolutely um third of all i looked it up and it is just the united states it is just the united states Mm -hmm. okay Yep. It might have been early morning and it just seemed like it was afternoon. Because I um, guess that could be that it was dark on one side and light on the other if it was... If you're wondering, we would have been in District 11. Which would be... The, I mean, there's a map. Maybe I could put it on the Instagram. Yeah. Um, there is a map that you can look up of the United States and how the districts are separated, Hunger Games-wise. Um, 
And so, like, a lot of the southeast region is District 11. That's why all this makes sense. Look where the capital is. Let me see. Where is it? It looks like it's in Southern California. District 1. Yeah. Yeah. That's why things are crazy. <laughs> um, so, we would be District 11, which was coal? I thought that was 12. 12 was coal. What was, what was 11? What did they do? District 11... Rue was eight. Who was 11? I'm trying to think of like the tributes that yeah. were District 11. You can look it up real quick. I can keep going with the cast because I know we have so much to talk we about. We do, we do. And we, we do not, going. yeah, we do not want to be talking for a bajillion years, even though we probably could. Um, okay, so Jennifer Lawrence, I love that we have only talked about one <laughs> cast member. Um, but Jennifer Lawrence, um, her counterpart is Pita Millar. Um, played by Josh Hutcherson, excuse me. Um, And he is the other tribute that is chosen from their district to fight in the Hunger Games. So the two of them are from the same place, um, and they go into the Hunger Games together, and they develop a little little love story. Um, All right, I have it real quick. This is off of the Hunger Games wiki. Okay. Um, So the population of... District 11, which ranges from, like, Texas to Virginia, basically. Mm-hmm. 138,546. What is that? People? People. Okay. That's insane. That's, yeah, that means there is not very many people left Well, in you were looking up what we do. Yeah, what we do. We're agriculture. Basically okay. what we are now. Interesting. It's all orchards, fields, and dairy cattle. Well, I mean, Suzanne Collins did her research. We should have said at the beginning, this is based off of a trilogy of books written by Suzanne Collins. And she knew what she was doing. All the details, like, I don't know. It's it's so scary as a reader and as a viewer because there are so many details. And you're like, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a lot. And it's, I think it's supposed to be a little bit scary to even think about a reality in which this could happen. Um, but anyway... Josh Hutcherson, would you like to know a fun fact? About Peter Malark? Yeah. About Josh Hutcherson. Okay, about Josh Hutcherson, yeah. Um, Bridge to Terabithia. Oh. One of the saddest movies That's ever. another one that I can probably only watch one time. Yeah. And be good. Like, this is a children's movie. Yeah. Why do you have to do yeah. that? Super quick fun fact about Josh. This is just a fun fact about just not me, but like somebody that I know. So... One of my very, very good friends from Vegas? No. It was either Maryland or Vegas. Shoot, I should know. Anyway, one of my really, really close friends, after we lived wherever we lived, because apparently I don't know, um, I moved here, and at whatever point he moved to Kentucky, he was on the same soccer team as Josh Hutcherson. Because he is from Kentucky. You can look it up. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So they were on the same... And it was after he had become famous. Maybe not for Hunger Games, but something. Yeah, he was But he was still in school. So he was... He, like, went to school with my friend. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Shout out Josh. He was in that movie, Zathura. Oh, yeah. I don't know He was also in Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was before the Hunger Games? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, he had done some voice work and some stuff. He was uh the in the he was a voice in the Polar Express. And you said that yeah. you said while we were watching it that like, 
he needs to get more credit as an actor because he's I, a great actor. I think actor. so. I think Josh Hutcherson is is a good actor. I like him in. I mean, I liked him in Bridget Terabithia. I liked him as a third, which is a good one. Did you ever see that? No, I haven't. It's, it's a good. It's a good one. Um, but like, as Peta, I liked him as Peta. I yeah. liked him in Red Dawn. The the Red Dawn's coming up again. That means we have to do it. <laughs> um. So next up, we are going to be talking about Gail Hawthorne, played by Mr. Liam Hemsworth. Again. I like him. He's like my least favorite Hemsworth. I even like the other one that doesn't do anything. (laughs) Why don't you like him? I don't know. He just... There's just something about him. It's his face, maybe. He, I feel like he, in terms of the Hunger Games, I feel like he is believable as his character. Now He's got, like, squinty eyes, I don't know. I guess. Granted, Gale doesn't have a whole lot to do until, like, the very end, I feel like, as it's a true. character. Like, he's there, but I feel like he's support. I was never a Katniss and Gale, Gale fan. No, because they were such good friends. Like, she and Peeta barely knew each other until they went into the Hunger Games. Yeah. You know what I mean? She and Gail have been best friends for so long, and it's such a, like, platonic love to me. You know what I mean? It's not... I never saw it as romantic. Mm. When they kissed and stuff, I was like, that's weird. But, like, she and Peta make sense. To me, they do. They have a very complicated relationship. They do have a very complicated relationship. Um, Okay, so the rest of the cast is um, pretty self-explanatory. I don't know if we need to get into... Um, what all these people have been in, but like real, real quick, Woody Harrelson, love as Hamish, is so good. I love Woody Harrelson and anything I've seen him in. He's so from good. Natural Born Killers to Zombieland. Oh my gosh, have we done a Zombieland episode? No. <gasps> we should do a Zombieland episode. Anyway, okay. um. Yes, Woody Harrelson, I love him in these movies. And he has such a complicated past. Like, this character does. I mean, Woody Harrelson also does. But yeah. this character as Hamish, like, it gets it gets deeper um, into it in the books. And I guess in the movies they didn't have time to get into, like, Hamish's backstory and stuff like that. But obviously you know that he won his Hunger Games. Yeah. Right? He's a former victor. Um, and I have a fun fact that kind of breaks down who won what and how they won and all of that stuff. Mm, okay. Um, because it is developed in the books, but they didn't really say in the in the movies. But anyway, because he won his Hunger Games, um, obviously he's seen some stuff and he drinks. And a that's lot. a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, so that's kind of his one of his main character traits is that a lot of the time he's either drunk or hungover. <laughs> At least colors. for the first two movies. Mm-hmm. He does clean up. Yeah, he but does. anyway, love him. Elizabeth Banks is Effie Trinket. Love her so much. I hear she's hard to work with. In real life? In real life. I, I've, I've just heard that on like podcasts and things I've read that she can be hard to work with. That makes me sad. But I like her. I like her too. And this I character... I like almost everything I've seen. This character I feel like had a very surprising arc. Like, yes. do you remember how she started? Yes. And you then by the her. end... Yeah. And then it was like... She's family. Like, she's so. And there's even a moment, and we'll talk about it when we get to it, but there's a moment, I think it's in Catching Fire, where she finally admits that what is happening is wrong. Because she's like Team Capital at the beginning. 
But she finally admits it and she like looks Katniss in the eye and says, I'm so sorry this is happening to you. Yeah. And it's like the first time that she admits that like, okay, this is bad. What's happening? You know? Anyway, um, let me see. Oh, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. Oh my gosh. He plays Caesar with the crazy hair. Um, and I have a, I have a question for you about his character because I couldn't figure this out. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Caesar is the announcer. He's the one that's making all these announcements. Broadcaster. He's like Tom Brokaw. Yeah. He, he gives the news to the districts and he interviews people, blah, 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 blah. Um, and obviously he lives and works in the Capitol. As the movies go on and he is still making these announcements, do you think that he still agrees with the Capitol? At the beginning, yes, he does. But like as it goes on, do you think he's putting on a front and like disagreeing with what's going on? Or do you think he's still Team Capitol? Uh, I think there's a bit of both. Yeah. I think there's some things. And I think you can tell when he says some things in the later movies, his yeah. facial expressions, he's like, he doesn't really feel like he, what he's saying is true but he's doing his but job he, but he's doing his job kind of thing yeah yeah i couldn't tell because i like you said sometimes he seemed genuinely you know like i'm i'm still on their side kind yeah. of a thing and then sometimes he didn't there were like cracks in it which i guess is a testament to his acting because it was really good um donald sutherland donald sutherland amazing i hate him in this movie Obviously, he did you, his job. You hate him because he's so good. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. He scares the crap out of me <laughs> in this movie. And he doesn't even do a lot. Do you know what I mean? But, like, the way that he is talked about and then every scene that he's in, it's, like, bone chilling. Yes. He, there's just, there's something about his, just his look, mm-hmm. his it's it's his face. He just his <laughs> eyes and just the way he glares. Yes. Like he's got a, just a great scowl glare. Yes. Like. It's terrifying. And then just the way he delivers lines and stuff like that, it's nuts. And I think also um, President Snow was very, very heavily described in the books. And so I had that in the back of my head, too. Like, I don't even think it's mentioned in the movies, or maybe you can tell me if it is. Do you know why there are roses everywhere? When it comes to him, white roses, Doesn't, but like roses in general. He's, he's sick. He's got sores in his mouth yes. and it covers the smell the of The smell his... of the blood. Yeah. Is that not vile? Yeah. Like that's so gross. And obviously we see him throughout the movies coughing up blood. So we know that he's sick, but I don't know if it's ever outwardly explained that that's why there are roses everywhere. Yeah. Blech. So gross. But yeah, uh, shout out Donald Sutherland because you made me hate you and hopefully you're a very nice man in real life. <laughs> um, any other cast members that you want to shout out before we get into some details? Um, I mean, we could just go over the additional ones and the other ones and just kind of talk all of them in lump or do you want to take them movie by movie? We can take a movie by movie because I think we're just adding a few to the main cast that That's we just true. mentioned. You know That's what I mean? That's true. Um, Real quick, though, did you know that they came out with a prequel book? Suzanne Collins came out with a prequel book like one or two years ago. I didn't know this. About? About this. It's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, it is by Suzanne Collins. It's a Hunger Games book. It is. Um, it takes place 64 years before Katniss's Hunger Games. And she was the 73rd uh, Hunger 74th. Games. 
the first yeah the first one was 74th yeah um and it shows snow president snow as an 18 year old and like he him growing up in the capital and like basically getting all these thoughts put in his mind and like him developing Mm. as the president and how he becomes which like you've said this before it may or may not give him some humanity. Yeah, and you that's hate the, that. That's the worst part. <laughs> Every horror, and I probably have said this on this podcast already, and when we do what's coming up in a couple weeks, do we promo that at the end of the episode, what we're doing next month? Um, We can. Okay. I mean, we'll, we'll we make the rules. We'll give you a teaser later, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anywho, where was I going with that? I don't know. Uh, we're, we were talking about um, giving villains humanity. Oh, I talk prequels. about it with horror movies because that's when they do it the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they do a sequel and they explain why he's this character who's been a killer for four movies, they now give him a backstory. Yeah. That it's like, oh, well, he was just a. He was forced into this, yeah. or he was a product of Creates his circumstance. Sympathy. Like, yeah. It's like, that just ruins a villain. Yeah, totally. Villains are better when, I don't know. No, I, I, I feel like I definitely agree with that. Um, so, for the most part. I, I mean, mean, it may it may make sense. I don't know. I haven't read it. That's I don't, true. I don't intend to read it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm definitely curious, um, but... My sister, Hannah. Hannah, tell me what that book's about. Yeah. Did you like it? <laughs> I'm sure she read it. Give us your recommendation out of 10. Anyway, um, going into uh, the first Hunger Games super quickly, it's very, compared to the other three, it's very introductory. It's very like, here's how the Hunger Games works. Here's why we have it. Yeah. Da-da, da-da, da-da. And then it gets, the rest of the movies like get into the backstory behind yes, all of it. Yes, You're um, kind of introduced to this idea that apparently has been going on for 74 years. Right. Um, so my question for you is... Um, rate these movies one, two, three, four. Like, do you like the first one the best? Probably. Okay. I feel like I do as well. Um, I I think I like the first two. Okay. Like, I think it may be one, two, four, three. Three. I think same. Because the fourth one is very, very good, and obviously it's There's like a lot the more action in four. In yes. three, it's a lot of like espionage And it's a lot know, of tension. Tension. Like, I feel like the first Mockingjay is just building yes, to the second to Mockingjay. the chaos that happens in, yeah. in the second part. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. But I think the first two that take place in the arena... Mm-hmm. I think it's it. I guess it's the writers. I feel like they do better when they're confined to a smaller to space. A space, and when they have to start going to twelve different places. Yeah, it kind of starts which, falling apart. Which is probably why you like the fourth one so much because they turned the capital into the arena. With all of yes, the different yes. dangers, whenever yes. the the pods, and we'll get into mm-hmm. what that means and all that stuff. But yeah, that I definitely agree with that. Um, we forgot a very important cast member to prim. shout out. Oh yeah, prim, not her. I mean, uh, sorry, love you, prim. R.I.P. Spoiler I'm alert. indifferent about you. 
Your death meant nothing to me. Oh, woof. I, oh, <laughs> very glad that she's not a real person. She <laughs> just said that about. Um, but we can get into it. And I, I can understand where you're coming from. Um, fun fact, though. The actress who plays Prim and the actress who played Rue, best friends. Oh, that's cool. Very fun. And still best friends, like have been. That's cool. Yeah. So that's very cute. Very secute is what I just said. Um, anyway, no, the very important cast member is Lenny Kravitz. Oh, yeah. Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz plays Cinna, who is Katniss's designer for the Hunger Games and friend. Um, definitely. And um, he meets kind of a tragic end on Katniss's As do a lot of people. Behalf. Yeah, so many people. Um, but I loved him as a character. He was great. And honestly, Lenny Kravitz, I mean, you don't expect him to be, you know, a fantastic actor. You know what I mean? But I think he did a really, really good job. You didn't, you didn't think so? You're giving me a face. I'm just watching you talk. Um... <laughs> I thought he was okay. I mean, I really liked I, I him. Wasn't blown away by his performance. I really liked him, and I also really liked, um, kind of like what I said about Effie earlier. Ultimately, when she figures out what the Capitol is doing, but Cinna from day one, uh, like he was the first one to tell Katniss that he's sorry. Mm. Everybody else was like, yeah. "Congratulations! Oh, you're honoring your district. You're you're you volunteered as tribute. You're gonna compete. Oh, what an honor!" Da 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 da. And Cinna was the first one to like look at her and be like, "I'm so sorry this is happening to you. Like, I'm gonna do what I can to help you. You know what I mean?" Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I don't know. I I liked him a lot. Um. So shout out Lenny Kravitz. Sorry we forgot you initially. Um. Oh, <laughs> I wrote this down. And I don't know if you're going to agree or disagree with me. Um, I would not last very long in the Hunger Games at all. I feel like very against confrontation in general. I feel like you could win. (laughs) I I don't know. Or come very close. Like, I feel like you would definitely last longer than me in the books. And I think they said it in the movie, but in the books, if you jump off your... Um, you blow up, don't yeah. you? If you jump off your thing, like when the games are starting, there's like a countdown. If you jump off too early before the countdown hits one, you explode. Did they not do that? They didn't do it in the movie. They didn't do it in the movie. But they I swear... It. They said it. I know they said it, but I swear I have seen a movie in which something that, that exact thing happens. Because oh. I was picturing it... When they, because they mentioned it before they go up into the Hunger yeah. Games, yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember. There's a scene where somebody jumps off too early and blows up, yeah, and it never happened. And I was like, is that a false memory? Is well, that another movie? Very, it very well could be another movie, definitely. If um, you have any idea, let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Um, but I feel like maybe because I'd be so scared, I might just jump off early on purpose. Ooh, wow. Either that, or just like run for my life and just hide. And, like, maybe I would win just because I was hiding. Like, I would not actively seek out. Well, you'd have to have food and water. So you would have to, like... Grab a pack. Or hunt or trap, gather. Yeah, you know. y'all. It is not looking good for your girl if uh, if we were in the Hunger Games. I mean, you you could survive. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know a lot more about, on, about on it than me. I was up against. Yeah. You know... Districts one and two, they train. That's something that I, I have a gripe with. That they train them to be tributes, and, not and they else. all volunteer. 
and they do they, all volunteer. They made it such a big deal. Oh, she volunteered. She volunteered. Yeah. And then you find out later, oh, kids from one and two, they always volunteer. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, so it's not even that crazy that that happened. Well, it's crazy for someone like her from her district. Uh, okay. That's why it's so... Because dis- District 12, it is the last one. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, in terms of... Um, I wonder how coal miners... I wonder how West Virginia feels that they're like, <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> but you also have to think, you created the revolution. So. Well, yeah. Absolutely. I guess, absolutely. I guess they could take it both ways. Yes, totally. Um but anyway, I mean, it, it was unheard of for her to do that. Yeah. Obviously, if, you're, if you live in District 1 and you hear that, you're like, well, yeah. But yeah. like, you know, it's, it was crazy. Um, okay, what else did I have? Oh, real quick costume corner just across the board. It's so, all of the costumes are so deliberate and they're so cool. Like even, even the ones that they wear in the games are like practical. You know what I mean? And um. I really enjoyed that. And then all the costumes from the Capitol were so bizarre and so weird, but they were supposed to be. Yeah. You know, they were supposed to be crazy. Um, and they that was exactly like that in the books. The books, like, described people who live in the Capitol as just, like, ridiculously dressed, you know? Um, or is the Capitol in Washington, D.C.? Is it the actual Capitol? I don't know. I, I thought the Capitol would be in District 1, so California. It has to be right because from the map they that we also just looked at, yeah. The district two is right next to district one, and district two is on the west coast. Yeah, and because they had to go through district two to get to the capital. Right, right, yeah. So that's got to be it. Um, so <laughs> I put I I make myself laugh with the notes that I take because some of the notes I take in all caps because I feel very strongly about them. Like as we're watching the movies. Um, and this is one of the last ones that I have for this first movie. Like just these rules are outrageous. And the, uh, what I was say, uh, referring to was the changes at the very end of the first oh, Hunger Games uh, yeah. just to manipulate them. Yes. That they were just like, towards the end, they were like, okay, two people can win now if they're, if they're from, from the, the same, same district. district. And then it's Katniss and Peta at the end. And they were like, okay, so just one of you now. Yeah. You're going to have to kill each other. And then they were like, all right, let's take the berries. Katniss and Peter were like, y'all want to play? We could play. And they did. And then they were like, okay, you're, you're good. You won, both of you. Like, mm-hmm. hello? It was so infuriating. Yeah. <laughs> it was nuts. I was like, oh, geez. Um, That's how the system works. Yeah. They, they alter the rules so that the system always wins. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I was talking about Rue and Prim being friends in real life. Obviously, character-wise... They put Rue in the Hunger Games with Katniss to be like a symbol for Katniss's sister. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's like parallels there for sure. Um, do you have a favorite part of this first one? Mm. No, I just kind of, it all kind of flows together. I don't know that there's any necessarily any one part that sticks out over the other. Yeah. Um, it all kind of flows real well together. So I, I, I agree. Don't know. I just think it's all around a pretty decent movie. It's good. It's definitely good. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, okay, I have just a couple of fun facts. I'm not going to read all the ones that I pulled. 
Um, I'm just going to read a couple of them and then maybe I can post the extra ones um, on our Instagram. Um, okay, so first of all, there was a swear jar on the set. Was it really? Because Jennifer Lawrence swears too much? Co-writer and director Gary Ross said that half of it was contributed by Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, I heard that. I heard <laughs> that. See, like, that kind of surprises me. But I thought that was really funny. Um, okay, are you ready for this list of who they were considering to play Katniss? Ooh, who's It that? is extensive. Emma Roberts. Mm. Chloe Grace Moritz. I could see that. Same. Um, Mary Mouser. I don't know who that is. No idea. Haley Steinfeld. Not sure if she would have been ready at the time. She's she's hot girl now. Or Hawkeye. I, I thought you know. were saying hot girl. Hot girl? Yeah. I was like, no, no, I mean, no. she's, she's very pretty. <laughs> in the, the Hawkeye TV show. Oh, she yes, is yes, the, yes, yes, the, yes, yes, yes. I don't know if they call her hot girl or if or, they also yeah. call her mm-hmm. Hawkeye. But. I feel like at the time, though, I don't think she would have been ready. 2012? That was before she was in Pitch Perfect. That was... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I anyway. I don't think so. Um, Abigail Breslin, which would have been weird. That would have been weird. Um, I don't know these... Next two names, Lindsay Finesca and Jodell Furland. No, Shout out, ladies. Nope. Um, Saoirse Ronan, which would have been very good. She's the one. Did you ever see Hannah? She was Hannah. Oh, H-A-N-N-A. She was like I the assassin. I never saw it. I always wanted to. I you would like it. it. Yeah. You would really like it. How have I seen that and you haven't? That's nuts. Um, anyway, she would have been great. Um, Kaya Scotolero. Don't know who that is. Emily Browning. She's from Sucker Punch. And also series of unfortunate events. Oh yeah, yeah. Sucker punch. That's a good one. That's a great one. I would love to do an episode on that because that's a lot of like psychological crazy stuff. Yeah. And Jenna Malone is in it, and she's in The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, and oh. the rest of them. Um. Anyway, Brie Larson. No, I don't like her. You would have hated it. You would have boycotted probably. Probably. Um, well, that was before I I disliked yeah, her. Yeah, that's true. And Shailene Woodley was the last one. Oh, who went on to do Insurgent. Or so. Di- Divergent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Divergent. And Insurgent. Yeah. Um, but not so she Urgent. Got, she got her own book series movie. <laughs> she sure did. Um, and then John C. Riley was originally in talks hey, to play Hey Mitch. I could see that. I think he mm-hmm. would have done good with that as well. I think he, he would have. serious. People think John C. Riley is like just a comedic guy, but I mean, uh, let's. what was it? Uh... The I mean, Perfect Storm. He was in The Princess Diaries too. He was in too. Chicago. What? Wasn't he in Chicago? I'm pretty sure he was in Chicago. John C. Riley. Yeah. Is he not Gimli? That's John Reese Davies. <gasps> John C. Riley's in Step Brothers with Will Ferrell. And Wreck It Ralph. And Wreck It Ralph. What did you say a second ago? I thought he was Gimli. You said Princess Bride 2? Princess Diaries 2. Oh, Princess Diaries 2. No, 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 no. Not See, John Reese davies John and three names. That's what tripped me up. They were both named John and they both had three names. They don't have... Th- He's got two names and a letter. <laughs> it's John C. Riley. Okay, but it's the same amount of syllables too. John C. Riley. John Reese davies <laughs> It's I mean, the same. They're the same person. Have you ever seen them in the same room? I have not. <laughs> I have not. Anyway. Um, okay, so since Jennifer Lawrence is friends with uh, Zoe Kravitz, I think, was Zoe Kravitz an X-Men? Am I making this up? I don't recall. Okay. 
Anyway, she's she's friends with her from a movie that they did together, and they've been friends since. Oh yeah, so, I think she maybe she was like somebody the fairy. Okay, so Jennifer Lawrence is really good friends with Zoe Kravitz. So because of that, on set, she kept calling Lenny Kravitz Mr. Kravitz, mm-hmm. like on set, and he kept being like, "You can, it's fine. You can call me Lenny." And she was like, "No, it, it feels weird. it feels weird. <laughs> it feels so weird. I have to call you Mr. Kravitz. I'm friends with your daughter." <laughs> You're Mr. Kravitz when I come over and visit. Yeah, which I was like, that's adorable. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we had a question about this while we were watching it. Um, Putting your name in multiple times into Mm -hmm. the Hunger Games drawing. If you have to ask for more food or something, you have to put your name in. Yes, so um, in in the novel, it's explained that putting your name in an additional time garners your family an additional portion of grain and oil. So families experiencing especially terrible privation, 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 may put their children's names into the drawing more than once in exchange for the extra food and the extra resources, Mm. which is so messed up. There's so many things about this that is just messed up. Um, But anyway, yeah. Um, Okay, this is the last one. Um, The reaping scene in the very beginning Mm -hmm. uh, with the drawing. Uh, The reaping scene was shot in extreme heat. So the main actors and actresses got to escape to their trailers while all of the extras were left to just sit in the heat like all day long or however many days. Jennifer Lawrence, Josh Hutcherson and Elizabeth Banks felt so bad about it that they went and hung out with them and gave everybody free autographs. Like everybody who wanted an autograph, they like sat and spent time because they felt so bad. Um, So I thought that was cool. All right, let's move on to Catching Fire. I know we're not going to get into as many details about these next few, but we can talk about, like, some good moments. I love, or maybe it was the end of the first one, where uh, Seneca, the, the game designer. Ooh, with the beard. With the, yeah, he gets, he walks into his house or room or whatever, and there's a bowl of... Uh, Were they called Nightlock Berries? Nightlock, yeah. Yeah, or maybe just Nightlock, yeah. Um, is that what it is? Because I know Nightlock comes back in later. Later, but yeah. are those the berries? I think. Yeah, yeah. Because she screams at Peta. That's Nightlock, Peta. It would kill yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that's very powerful. Because that's not nothing is said. Yeah, because it's ju- it's basically just like you need to eat these. And there's not even a note. Like nope. there's nothing. He just walks in. There's a bowl of berries and the like, guard if, shuts the door behind yeah, him. He's like, if you don't eat these, you're not going to like what happens. Oh, and there's so many times throughout all of these movies that snow does that with either Seneca or with Cinna mm-hmm. or like you see, you see people doing something that he doesn't agree with. You see him watching it. Like for example, he sees Cinna disobeying him by putting something different the into the wedding Jay. dress. Yeah. Oh, yes, the Mockingjay wings. Oh, talk about a costume corner. Holy guacamole. That transformation was amazing. Um, and he got so mad that obviously he went and had him killed. And very manipulatively, manipulatively. No, you got it. Thank you. Nailed it. Thank you. Um, did it in front of Katniss in front, right before yeah. she went up. Like, come on. Um, and I think that wasn't Catching Fire, which is the one where... Um, talking about now but craziness catching fire made me so angry in so many ways it was good but the fact like i was angry on behalf of them because of the whole quarter quell 
of it all. And they're like, oh, it's the 75th Hunger Games. We're going to do something different. We're going to have like basically uh, like all stars. Mm. (laughs) Hunger Games all stars is basically what it was where previous victors from previous Hunger Games came in and all competed in the arena together. And that's again, that's that's where it comes in the system is designed so that the system always wins yeah they always only have one person is left after that well Peta and uh katniss forced them yeah into a letting two yeah and so how do you 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 have to make it right yeah oh i can't have both of them alive still i have to come up with a reason yeah that one of them dies and so uh, that's why they change yeah, the yeah, rules yeah, yeah, again yeah. Mm-hmm. because they have to it has to be their way yeah oh that's so true that's so so true and it was i i really really liked this one because it was a whole new i mean this is gonna sound like really dark but like it was a whole new playing field in terms of uh the arena and like oh, all the different way, like when Plutarch comes in. Yeah. Uh, which we'll mention he's a new character in this Plutarch. Mm-hmm. It is played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. Chef's kiss. Amazing <laughs> actor. Um, yeah, he's very he's good. He's a new game designer and he creates this extremely elaborate clock like thing. I Oof. love that concept. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. However, and... I do feel like, it is a little flawed. Like, if you just sure. stay ahead of the hour, then... Sure, which is why they changed it up as soon as yeah. they figured it out. Yeah, as soon as they figured it out, it started spinning. Yeah, but yeah. again, you still just have to stay an hour ahead of whatever's behind you. Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, it was just like, so. it's so many new dangers and new things to be scared of in this one that you're like, What? Um, adding to the cast, um, as well as, who did you just say? Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, we also have Sam Claflin, Claflin as Finnick O'Dare. And love that character. Love him. He was one of, when I was reading the books, he was one of my favorites to read about because there was, he was, had such a complicated story. Cause of course on the surface, when you first meet him, you're like, oh, he's this like, pretty boy like he doesn't care he's he loves that he's famous he's kind of arrogant blah 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 blah. but then you get to know him and he's genuinely a great ally and he's had to deal with some like real you know trauma in his life and so i loved his character and i know we'll get to it but his death was brutal brutal phoenix oh yes. phoenix was brutal yeah it was i mean there were so many brutal deaths in this but phoenix was so brutal and so fast. Nobody got to mourn or grieve mm. or anything. They just had to keep going. Oh, it was bad. Um, Jenna Malone joins as Joanna Mason. And I love Jenna Malone so much. Like I said, she was in Sucker Punch. I know her from when she was like a tween. And she was in Stepmom with um, Julia Roberts and Susan Sarandon. And I was obsessed with that movie. She played the older sister. And... I loved her so much. Um, I really love her as an actress. And I kind of like this character. Joanna is like sassy, especially at the beginning. Yeah. Um, the capital kind of breaks her a little bit, but she's... Yeah, definitely. I mean, well, it breaks everybody. Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. Um, but her character arc is very interesting as well. Um, let's see. Jeffrey Wright and Amanda Plummer 
as the like geeky tech guys. Mm, yes, 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 yes. And wires. Mm-hmm. Wirus. Wirus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. I, I like those characters. Yes, I know Jeffrey Wright. He was in um, ooh, what's the Westworld? He was in Westworld. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know Amanda Plummer though. Um, but yeah, I really like oh, them. Oh, she was in um. Oh, I, I she's been in some horror things. I'm I'm pretty sure. Honestly, I don't doubt it. She's a little bit creepy. Um, no hate, but I mean oh, she's she a great was in actress. Pulp Fiction. She was in The Fisher King. Uh, she was in Ratchet. Uh, with oh yeah um, yeah yeah Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Um, that's I, cool. I still haven't seen what I really know her from. I can't. Anywho, anyway, yeah, she she's been in a bunch of. I do stuff. really like their characters because they're um, the first characters that we've seen that are not fighters. Do you know what I mean? Yes, their intelligence yes. is what got them through. Yeah, so that was kind of interesting. It was an interesting like, take. Jeffrey Wright killed more people in one instance mm-hmm. than anybody else. Yeah, nuts. Beatty is who we're talking about. Yeah, Beatty. Uh, yeah, he set water he electrocuted water basically mm-hmm. and killed like eight people at once yeah yeah nuts um okay so electrified water i think i said electrocuted water <laughs> i got it though i understood um okay so the book describes the previous two quarter quells so the quarter quell happens every 25 years right and so they have to do something special for that Hunger Games because it's the quarter quell or whatever. So for the first one, district members had to vote on who would be selected as the tributes. Oof. They voted. Yeah. It's like, oh, remember Rick? He, <laughs> he, he farted in church that one time. <laughs> Unless you're one of those districts that sees it as an honor. And yeah. they're like, oh, he's yeah. our best, you know, whatever. But still, it's, you know, terrifying. So that was the first one. Um... The second had twice as many tributes. Oh. So two boys and two girls from each district. Wow. Um, the book also reveals that Haymitch, that was his Hunger Games. He won. And, the, and he there won, were double the tributes. And there was double, double the tributes. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's mm-hmm. crazy. So um, I'll do this real quick because this is uh, the majority of the fun facts on this one. Um, so see, that's a Hunger Games I want to see. Like, <laughs> right? It's bad. But yeah, it's terrible. It's bad, but that's what the most exciting part Absolutely. would be is to go and see what happens. Okay, so let me let me just paint this picture for you. Okay, so here are how some of the tributes that we meet in Catching Fire. This is how they won their Hunger Games. Okay. Okay. So Hamish won the fiftieth Hunger Games, which was the second quarter quell. There were twice as many tributes. He used the force field in his arena to kill the last tribute when her axe came back and killed her. Oh, so the so force field, it was like a ricochet. It, yeah, ricochet. Um, wow. Yeah, so that's how he won. Um, Beatty, Jeffrey Wright, um, made an electrical trap that electrocuted the other tributes. That's what you were talking about. That's how he won. Um, Joanna Mason pretended to be a weakling the whole time, so the other tributes left her alone. When they finally decided to come after her, she had an axe and showed her real strength. Mm. So that's how she won. Finnick O'Dare was the youngest to win the Hunger Games. He was 14. 
he was sent an incredibly expensive gift from a sponsor, which was his trident, which is basically like, I mean, if he was a superhero character, like that yeah, would be his, be his, you know, um, he made a net from vines to trap and then spear the other Oof. tributes. Yeah. So that's how he went at 14. Wow. Um, Annie Cresta, who's ends up being Finnick's girlfriend. She goes through a lot before she and Finnick are reunited. Yeah. Um, and she's also the girl that Mags volunteers for. Yes. We didn't talk about Mags yet, but Mags is... Well, um, oh, I guess that's this movie. Yeah. Um, she is definitely an older tribute, but she volunteers for Annie so that Annie doesn't have to go. Um, she went mad, Annie, went mad after she saw the boy tribute from District 4 get killed. She only won because the arena became flooded and she was the best swimmer. So that's how she won her Hunger Games, mm. even though she went crazy. Um, and so she went so crazy that for this, for the quarter quell, Mags volunteered for it because she was like, I don't want her to go through that again. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because Mags doesn't talk. Yeah. And so that actress throughout the end, the whole movie just had to like point and like use her face. <laughs> um, but she did a really good job. I mean, and she ended up sacrificing herself, which is really sad. Um, blah, 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 blah. Enobari- Enobaria? It's one of the other tributes that, like, we didn't see in the mm-hmm. movies, but maybe we did. Um, ripped open the throat of another tribute with her teeth. Roadhouse. <laughs> Literally Roadhouse. Except he uses his hand. Right. <laughs> um, which is why her teeth are filed into points. Oh, that's, yeah. You so we see did her. see her yeah. for a second. But anyway, I just thought that was kind of interesting of, like, how all of them won. Um, brutal. Brutal. But interesting nonetheless. Um, let's see. I did write down that it was interesting to see the effect that the games have on different people mm-hmm. because there were so many tributes that had to come back for this. Um, like for like I was saying, Finnick O'Dare kind of embraced or seemed to have embraced the fame of it all. Well, that and that's the thing. And we can go ahead and kind of merge into Mockingjay Part 1. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about all, it all at it once. It all kind of merges together mm-hmm. at this point because you find out that all of these other people have been in on this. Yes. It's That's, all been an elaborate And it was plan. such a twist. It was such a twist. Because obviously Plutarch is introduced to you as Team Capital. Yes. And at the end, he's like, no, 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 no. You know? Yeah. But then he ends up being, he ends up still being kind of, quote, in charge with... Um, I can't remember her name. Her name is Patina Miller in real life, and I'm obsessed with her. But she ends up becoming the president or the leader at the very end, like after everything is done. She takes over, and Plutarch is still with her. So, like, is he bad or good? What do you mean? What? At the end of the movie when the good guys become yeah. president? He's a good guy. Okay. He orchestrated all this with the intent of, they even said they wanted to rescue PETA. Yeah. They wanted to get him out and he'd be the face, but yeah. they couldn't get to him. Like, that's, I was just like, it's all been an elaborate plan that's been, who knows how long they've been planning this. Yeah. Well, since they got rid of District 13. Because you find out there was a District 13. Right. And they bombed the crap out of District 13, but they've been hiding underground. Yeah. And so since that happened, they've been. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I just didn't know because he worked so closely with Coin, Julianne Moore, who we meet in Julianne the next one. Julianne Moore, 
was good at first. Okay, and then she just turned. And then when she realized that she could have all the power, Got that's it. when she... Got it. Okay, so Plutarch is good. Okay, Plutarch two is thumbs good. up for Plutarch. Um, also, it's just a fun name to say. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, I was saying, like, it, it's interesting to see how the games affect different people. Obviously, Haymitch gets drunk because mm-hmm. of them, you know. And then we start to see in this movie, we start to see Katniss's effect like she has a lot of ptsd from the first games as i mean all of them do yes that's why in different shrinks. ways that's yeah, why yeah yeah mags went crazy that's, yeah i mean exactly um so to do to do to do we already said that okay um we said this while we were seeing it the the holding up of the peace symbol or is this a salute what, what do you think yeah, it is it's 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 where it's, a, it's to them. It's a salute kind of thing. Okay, it's so like it's a, the one we're talking about it's is a respect thing. You kiss three fingers and hold them up. Yeah. Okay, that's the one we're talking and then you about. Ah, uh, amazing. Um, but it gets me every time. Every time. It happens multiple times throughout these movies, and it gets me every time. I tear up every time. Like it's there's just something about it. There's something about the solidarity of like. Them yeah. looking at her and being like, we're with you on this. Yeah. You know, like it's, oh, it's just so good. It's just so good. Um, um, okay. So, oh, I already said this about Effie when this, cause it's in this movie. It's in this movie. When she says, um, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like when she finally admits that like this is wrong. Um, so, yeah, we talked about how we love the twist ending of this one. Um, oof, it's just so good. I. Oh, OK. Real quick costume corner. One of my favorite Katniss looks of all four movies is in this. Um, it's the black for the opening ceremony of the quarter quill. It's the black halter top dress and like the eyeshadow and her hair is all wavy, but it's like a halter top dress, kind of reminiscent of Scarlet Witch because that's on my mind right now. Um, but black and with the eyeshadow. Oh, I just needed to shout that out because that was really good. Um, OK, so. Um, fun fact, I only have a couple for these that I haven't talked about yet. Um, Jennifer Lawrence said that while filming in this arena, she hit herself with the bow mid sprint. Mm. and dove into a pool of jets, question mark, leaving her partially deaf for six days. Wow. Isn't that nuts? And then Katniss actually did go deaf in the books in one ear. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Craziness. Um, okay, so this is kind of fun. This is the only other fun fact that I will talk about. Um, because this movie was filmed in Atlanta. I think wow. all of them were. I feel like um, an Easter egg director, Francis Lawrence, added to the movie when PETA and Katniss are about to cross a tunnel and face the crowd. PDL-736 is printed at the top of the tunnel's entrance. It stands for Ponce de Leon 736, which is an underground hip hop club to which the cast went in Atlanta. <laughs> that's fun they just like put the name of the club up there <laughs> it was like an underground club like they're yeah. probably like thanks guys yeah. like, literally this is low key now everybody wants to come here <laughs> yeah um and like so they they filmed all around atlanta so some capital scenes were filmed at the atlanta marriott Marquis, which we have been um and i have been because that's where dragon con is held 
It's the one with the elevator that you see yes. in this movie with the crazy levels and stuff like that. Um, very Hunger Gamesy. So I definitely get it. Um, okay, so added to the cast of Mockingjay, we have Julianne Moore, yes. which we already touched on. She plays president of District 13. 13. Yeah. Um, a very intense character. Um, also did not see it coming that she was bad. It was kind oh, of... Oh, you had to. Yeah, you had No, to I didn't. Know. I really didn't. I thought that she was like the antithesis of President Snow. Well, she started out that way. And then she but got corrupted. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. <gasps> oh my gosh. She realized how much power she could have and what it means for her. And she was like, oh, did I you, want all of this. Did you write that? What? Absolute power corrupts? No, I didn't. I'm just kidding. That. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> you should have been like, yeah, I did. I came up with it. Um, also, Natalie Dormer joins the cast. Yes, I was going to bring up the film crew that f- now is following yes. around Oh, the yeah, time. because they want to film propaganda for the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, we got Natalie Dormer, Evan Ross, Eldon Henson, who I love. He plays Foggy in the Daredevil TV show. Mm. He was also Fulton in the Mighty Ducks movies. Yes. Which, that would be a good one to do. I would love to do that Another one. trilogy. There's yes. three of them. Yep, I would well, love to I do it. Well, I guess they made another, they made a TV series. Well, but I we mean, don't, we won't talk whatever. about Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, he, I love him in this. And he doesn't even have any lines. And then uh, Wes Chatham is Caster, uh, Pollux's brother. Got it. Okay. Oh, which is Eldon Hansen. I love Natalie Dormer's look in this. I think she pulls it off. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think she pulls it off. No, I think she pulls it off. She's okay. Yeah. And I like her character a lot. She's yeah. very cool. Um, that whole crew is very cool. Um, I think I already said this at the beginning. I love in this movie to see Katniss coming into her own, finally embracing what she can bring to the table. Um, all of that stuff. Her character arc is really, really cool. Um, so many like chill inducing moments in oh, yeah. these last two movies. Yeah. Um basically I feel like all of Katniss's speeches were pretty good. Um I thought. And also the um hanging tree song. Oh, the hanging tree song. <sighs> it's so good. good. And the scene where the lumberjacks climb up and Oh man, it's so good. It's so good. There's some, and I told you while we were watching, there's something about uh, a mob of people singing in unison as they're fighting for their freedom. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned uh, the. Can you hear the bells? Or, oh no no no! no from uh, that's from Hairspray. From, that's from Hairspray. Yeah. Um, no no Lemis. no. Is, uh, Do you hear the, the sound, people sing? The sound of. It's called Do You Hear the People Sing? Do You Hear the People Sing? But don't they say Sound of Someone? Yeah. Singing the songs of songs angry of men. men yes. It is the music of yeah. the people who will not be slaves again. Oh, That's, it's so yeah, good. It's, it's, there's something Let's do about a Les Mis episode. We could possibly do a Les Mis episode. I would love it. Um, yeah, no, there is. There absolutely is. Anne Hathaway just being a little bit too much. <laughs> well, Fantine has to be. And, and uh, what's his name? Um... Russell, Russell Crowe being oh. not quite enough. <laughs> we don't talk about Russell Crowe. We Anne don't Hathaway, talk about Russell Crowe. Anne Hathaway should have given some of her oomph to Russell Crowe. <laughs> oh, 
we'll get into e- it. Evened it out a little bit. We'll get into it. But anyway, yes, there. You're absolutely right. There is something about a group of people singing and walking powerfully. Yeah. There's just something about it. Um, so the Mockingjay movies were dedicated to Philip Seymour Hoffman, um, who died one week before filming ended. Um, but most all of his scenes for both movies, um, both Mockingjay movies, had already been. Um, Filmed. filmed and so there was just a little bit to rewrite with other people taking what was supposed to be his lines mm. um but yeah he passed away um sad uh, mm-hmm. i got another fun fact mm-hmm. liam hemsworth and jennifer lawrence would purposefully eat foods with garlic or tuna before any kissing scene between them that's rude but they were doing it to each other well yeah they were like just like being funny but I think that's rude. Um, Effie Trinket uh, is not in the Mockingjay book hardly at all until the very oh. end. Uh, her part was made much bigger. Well, yeah, because um, it's Elizabeth Banks. And it, it, they basically replaced um, a character in the book named Fulvia, who was Plutarch's assistant, with Effie. Yeah. I remember that name for sure. Oh, interesting. Um, the dog wandering around in District 12 in, in yeah, the movie. Yeah, I remember. Uh, that was Donald Sutherland's dog. <gasps> His name is Biggles. Biggles? Biggles is the star! Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. Also, I, I just want to hear Donald Sutherland say Biggles. <laughs> like, that's all I want now. Um, I will say, I we're, we're talking about Mockingjay part one and two at the same time. Um, so... Making PETA hate Katniss in terms of... Okay, so backstory, if you haven't seen him, obviously. Um, PETA gets captured by the Capitol at the end of Catching Fire Mm -hmm. and is basically captured throughout all of part one. Mm -hmm. And then he gets rescued and you find out... I actually have a fun fact about that. Amazing. Um, You find out that the whole time he's been captured, the whole time he's been at the Capitol, he's basically been brainwashed poisoned essentially yes into thinking that a it's all katniss's fault Mm -hmm. and b that everything the rebels are doing are completely wrong and the capital is amazing like he's just been brainwashed to think all of that stuff so that when he gets rescued he sees katniss and something is triggered in him and he tries to kill her Mm -hmm. and there's this like tumultuous crushes her throat yeah, yeah there's this whole thing there's this crazy tension and energy between the two of them because he is trying to unlearn Basically, all the stuff that he had been fed by the Capitol. Yeah, he, um, he uh, reprogrammed. Like he got yes. conditioned. Yeah, and it's it just it's heartbreaking. And I remember reading it in the books and like being sick of it at one yeah. point of being like, because he's, I mean, he's under that spell for so long, and you got to just chip away the whole um, real or not real. Yeah, throughout the second half of the of the movie is like heartbreaking. That he just has to like check with her to be like, okay, is this real or has this been, have I been lied to about this? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. I just remember being in the books being like, all right, I'm ready for them to like be back to normal again. And it was the same in the movie. I'm like, all right, we get it. Like it it was just so sad. Um, So a a lot of people think that um, Josh Hutcherson was on an extreme diet to make Peter look that Mm. sallow and abused, but it was just CGI. Huh. Well, I mean, that makes sense because a lot of times when we saw him, he was supposed to be on camera anyway. So it probably could have been edited and we wouldn't have known. Yeah. Um, Pollux, who is played by Eldon Henson, 
he was talked he was described as an AVOX. Yeah. Um he is signing an American sign language. And I was wondering if he was actually signing like, I figured real stuff. he was, yeah. Um and when he's introduced to Katniss, he signs she is beautiful. Aww. To to Castor and then Castor signs back like I agree. Like <laughs> See and and I think I think it's a very cool choice that um, cause he signs several times throughout these movies. Um, it's kind of a cool choice that they didn't give subtitles to him. You know what I mean? They didn't mm. let the audience in on what he's saying because it doesn't necessarily matter. It's just him talking, you know, like it's, it was just very cool. Uh, I got a couple more quick facts, yeah. fun facts about this. So Natalie Dormer ad libbed about 20 to 30% of her lines. What? Um, especially when she's instructing, the uh, camera people and Finnick and the twins where to stand before filming speeches and stuff like that. Um, and she just said she drew inspiration. She just watched her director and how he communicated to the cameraman and everybody else. And she just like mimicked that. That's very cool. Yeah. Go Natalie. Um, and we didn't say this when we shouted her name out, but obviously she's from Game of Thrones. She yes, plays Marjorie. I like her better in Game of Thrones. Well, she I like has... her look better. Uh, aesthetically. Yeah. Gotcha. I like them both. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence doesn't like singing and hated filming the hanging tree scene. I don't, I'm not surprised. The hanging tree went to number one on the iTunes Also not surprised. Yeah. (laughs) Also not surprised. Worldwide. Um, That's crazy. I mean, it's powerful, honestly. Um, and it's so simple too. It's not anything frilly or, or, you know, it's not too much. It's just good. She, uh, Jennifer Lawrence wore a wig in these movies. Oh. Because in the last two. Okay. Because she cut her hair short uh, before filming began because there was so much damage to all the dying she had to do for previous films. Ooh. Um, So she cut it short. She she had to wear a wig, so she was wearing a wig in this one. Dang. Um, I have a couple of just like notes as I was watching it that I'm going to like pepper in through your fun facts. Um, And I think I, I touched on this, but I had forgotten that he actually said it. In this last Mockingjay, um, we talked about how as they're traveling through the capital, um, there are there are new dangers at every turn, and they're called pods. And each pod has a different, I don't know, would you say hardship? A different <laughs> hardship would be one way to put it. A different danger yes. that they have to get past, and everything in every location is different. And so that's what these pods are doing as they're traveling through the capital. Um, and at one point, I mean, obviously, it's meant to mimic the stuff that happens in the Hunger Games. But at one point, President Snow literally calls it the arena. Mm. And it's so like, and I wish I had written down the full quote, but it's so bone chilling the way that he says it and the way that he delivers it. He's just like, oh, well, they're in the arena or whatever. And I'm just like, it's just so scary. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, Also, we talked about Finnick's death. This happens in Mockingjay Part 2. It does. Um, it was so much, and it was so tragic, and it was so fast. But a lot of a the lot deaths... A lot of the deaths in this one were quick and fast. brutal. And I guess... The the sludge, razor wire ripping the dude. Wait, When what? the walls closed in and the sludge, the oh, black stuff came yeah. in. That's just brutal. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and, and like we were saying, it's happening so... Oh, I have to sneeze. Bless you. Oh, hopefully, sorry. hopefully you had a chance to turn down your volume. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I tried to, I tried to stop it. Um, but yeah, it's 
I guess realistically, I guess they wouldn't have had time to grieve or mourn or breathe or anything like that. But all these deaths happen so quickly and then they just move right along. Like even Prim's death. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Prim explodes and then the next scene happens. You know what I mean? Like and there's not... I, I want to come back to or bring it around to what I said earlier about just her death meaning nothing to me. Yeah. Um, it may be because I did not read the books. She may be more, um, prominent. Yeah. And she may feature more. She may have a deeper backstory or or just a story. Yeah. But the fact that like you have like two scenes with her in these three movies. Right. I'm just like. Oh, I right. mean, yeah, and so she died, but right. I mean, she's also she in a was, war zone. And... She was definitely more prominent in the first one, and you got a lot of her character in the first one, because obviously the whole reason why Katniss volunteered for her is because she wouldn't have lasted half a second. You know, like, she's yeah. so gentle. She's so quiet, meek, and, you know, she's not built for this stuff. And so... Her character arc, and you're right, I think that she is much better described in the books. Um, But the fact that she is training to become a doctor and she's trying to help on that side of things because she's like, I know I can't fight. I'm not Mm -hmm. built for that, but maybe I can help the people who are, you know. And so in Mockingjay, when she's like, they're training me to be a doctor, like, it's just, it's sad. And, you know, it was like wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. then... To have Katniss find out that it wasn't even President Snow's order. It yeah, was freaking coin. Ugh! The worst. I just feel like her death was so unnecessary. And I guess it was meant to light an even bigger fire under Katniss. But, like, it was so unnecessary to me. Um, yeah, I have, a, I have a couple of notes about the very, very, very end. But do you have any more fun facts? Uh, no. I'm, okay. I'm... Um, we do have some triv. But we're going to go through it real fast. But I did want to talk about uh, the very, very end of Mockingjay. The after, Well, yeah, the epilogue too. But after everything is over, people are dead. The good guys are in charge again. Blah, 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 blah. I love that they showed the quiet afterward of like Katniss and Peta, Or no, Katniss and Hamish first. Mm-hmm. Settling down into the house and trying to go back to quote normal and then ultimately PETA comes back um, and they're just like going back to normal again. And then it goes mm-hmm. into the epilogue where we see Katniss and PETA are still together. And not only are they still together, but they have two little babies. Well, they have one older toddler sized baby and then one little baby. And I just really loved that they showed that because yeah. they could have easily ended it with like bang, bang, snow's dead, coins dead. The good guys are in charge. Goodbye. Yeah. But they made a point to be like, this is what happens afterwards, yeah. you know? Um, and then I loved, and I can't remember if this is how the book ended. I need to go back and look. Um, but I loved when she was, she's talking to her baby about how um, she counts how many like good things she sees people doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, I make a point to just count all the good things I see and, Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I suppose it's a silly game. And then she says, but there are worse games to play. Mm. And then the movie ends. Whew! It gave me chills. Like, it was just so, it was such a good ending line. You know, mm. it was just so, so good. 
Um, any final Hunger Games thoughts before we get into trivia? Yeah, it's really surreal watching this and seeing what's in the movies and also watching what's going on in the Ukraine right now. Yeah. Because they are basically living this right now. Yeah. And it's just, it's dark and, you know, it's just destroyed buildings everywhere. And that's all you see on, like, the news and and Mm -hmm. social media and stuff with that stuff over there. And so it's just really surreal. It's like, oh, the Ukrainians are living the revolution right now. Yeah. It is. It really is terrifying. And I'm glad you brought that up because it, I mean, it's scary for us to watch a made up movie about it. And there are some people that are like actually living living it. Um, Yeah, it's terrible. Um, Well, let's get into some trivia. Let's do some trivia. I have a feeling this is going to be extensive and I'm not It's a little extensive. I feel like I'm not going to do well. Well, okay. Um, There are only two sections. Okay. Um, first, obviously, is regular Triv. I have a couple questions on each of the movies. Okay. And then the second one is just for fun, and it's just, it's going to be real quick. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get into it. Um, question number one. Uh, what number, oh, we talked about this, I think. Uh, what number Hunger Games is it in the first movie? 74. Good job. Correct. Um, number two. How did Katniss's father die? Ooh. We see it. It's a flashback, but it's we see it. It's a flashback? Mm-hmm. In the first movie. Is it a cave-in or something? Very close. Think about what District 12 is known for. Like coal. Okay. So what would his occupation have been? A miner. Okay. Mine collapse. The mine exploded. Oh, exploded. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was real quick, too. Like, mm. I mean, flashback-wise. Um, okay. Number three, please name two items that Katniss received um, while she was in the Hunger Games from sponsors. And this is any film. Any film. Okay, so she she received like healing salve. Mm-hmm. She received like burn ointment in the first one. Correct. And then also she received more because for PETA. Yeah. I mean, I guess that counts. Yeah. Um, and then... I was thinking in the second movie, she received something very, very helpful and beneficial. Um, they used it a couple times. Second one... You second put one, in, she was climbing a tree? Was that the one she climbed a tree? She climbed a bunch of trees oh. in the first one. Second one. But th- this does have something to do with trees. Rope? Mm-mm. Uh, it's something you stick into a tree. Oh, a spigot. Yeah. To get water. Yeah, they called it a spile. Because it was in... Um, was it... It wasn't the desert. No, it was... I mean, it was a forest, it but they just like didn't have jungle. fresh drinking water. Yeah. Yeah, they just didn't have fresh water. Yeah. Um, in the books, I remember this distinctly. In the books, it took them forever to figure out what it was. They received it from a sponsor and they were like, what do we do with this? And it took them so long. And finally, I don't even remember who it was, but someone was like, oh, it's a spile. on your local vegetation. That's true. That's very true. Um, Okay, good job. Number four. (laughs) This is an easy one. How many notes is the Mockingjay whistle? And for bonus, perform it. (laughs) 
That was beautiful. That's four. Very nice. Thank you very much for that. That was lovely. Um, okay, that's another one that gives you chills, too. Mm-hmm. Um, number five. What were four of the dangers that they found in the sections of the arena in Catching Fire? Uh, so what were the four? Or there were a bunch, but what were four? There was lightning tree. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lightning storm. Yeah. Um, there was... Oh, there's one section that just completely flooded. Yes. Tidal wave. Like yep. Thing. Um, so that's two. There was... Oh, the, the like poison fog mm-hmm. smoke thing. Very good. Very good. Which was so gross when they did yeah. that. And they had like boils on their skin. Uh-huh. Oh, it was terrible. And it looked so painful too. There was the mocking jays. Oh, uh-huh. They, like, screamed. They, they, and it sounded like them. It sounded like, like people that you know. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. I yeah. forgot about that. That was bad. I think that's four. Yeah, that was four. Um, I also had uh, the insects of oh, all yeah. different kinds. And um, the blood rain. Oh, which blood rain. we didn't you see. You didn't see it, but you see what's her name covered in blood. Yes, we see Joanna and Finnick both were, like, covered in blood before they teamed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but good. Uh, number six. This is still catching fire. Who died first? Mags, old lady, or Wyrus, Beatty's wife? Wyrus died first. I had that Mags died first. I might be wrong. But for bonus, how did each of them die? Mags, uh... Oh, no, Mags did die first. Okay. She did die first. Because they were, it was Peta and Katniss... And Finnick and Mags running through the jungle. From the... Smoky... Yeah. Death smoke. The death smoke, yeah. Um, yeah, she sacrificed herself. Yeah, correct. And then how Finnick, did... Because Peter got hurt. Right. And Finnick couldn't carry both of both them. Both of them, so. yes. Yes. So Mags, again, sacrificed herself yeah. to save other people. So um, shout out Mags. But she was crazy and also like 80. So Correct. Um, okay, but how did Wyrus die? I can't remember. She was stabbed at the equivalent of the cornucopia. I don't think it was the cornucopia. It was the... It was the center. Fang fang teeth girl. Yeah. It was the fang teeth Stabbed her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, number seven. This is part one of Mockingjay. Uh, In Mockingjay part one, what do the rebels yell from up in the trees before bombing the peacekeepers? You pointed this out, but what do they yell before the bombs go off. This is after they sing. Oh. If. If we burn, you burn with us. Very good. Very, very good. My love hint. That. I love it too. My hint was going to be that Katniss says it first. And that's where they got it from. Katniss says it in her. What do they call it? Propose. Propaganda. Propo, video. Yeah. Um, she says to President Snow. She says, do you see that? And it's like the building was on fire. And she says, fire is catching. If we burn, you burn with us. Mm-hmm. And then in the very next scene after they sing, the, I, and you said they were lumberjacks? Yeah. they. I mean, I'm assuming they That's were what they in like, like the Redwood Forest. Yeah. So they were climbing all the trees. Mm-hmm. and um, They had explosives rigged. Yeah. So they. that's what they yell. If we burn, you burn with us. And then the explosion happens. So good. So, so good. Good, good job. Number eight. 
What is different about Haymitch in Mockingjay? He's sober. Good job. Very good. Correct. Um, and I wish that he had more to do in these. He didn't really have a lot in these uh, last ones. I thought I, I wish that he was more mainly featured. But yeah. I do like that they that he still like stuck around at the end, you know? Um, okay. Number nine. What is Prim's cat's name? <laughs> no, that's Donald Sutherland's dog. dog. <laughs> Mr. Um, Crinkle Pants. It's also a nickname that you have for me. Oh, Buttercup. Yes. Her name is Buttercup. Um, okay, number 10. In the final film, so this is Mockingjay Part 2, how many times was the salute, the three-finger salute, given to Katniss? This is in the final one. In just the last Twice. one. Twice. Just once. Just once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when she gets off, off the, the off the jet. Yep. In District Two. Mm-hmm. Um, who gave them number eleven? Who gave them shelter right before they stormed the Capitol? And what was their occupation? Uh, Tigress. Good. She was a designer. Very nice. Very nice. Last question in the section weird. number twelve. Well, yeah, she was supposed to be weird. She's from the Capitol. I liked her. She was cool. Um, number 12. How many kids did Katniss and Peeta end up having? Two. Two. Dos. Very nice. Okay. This second section is just fun. Um, it is called A Trip to the Capitol. Okay? Okay. I'm giving you a list of names. And you know people in the Capitol have crazy names. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you a list of names. You have to tell me. If it's a real name from somebody in the Capitol, or if I made it up. Oh, this would be fun. <laughs> I know. I thought this might be fun. Okay. Um, number one, Coriolanus Snow. That's, that's his real name. Correct. Yeah. Very good. Number two, Plutarch Heavensby. I mean, Plutarch's correct. I don't know if Heavensby is, but I'm going to say yes. Correct. Very good. Number three. Victorious Lang. I want to say no. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Caesar Flickerman. That's a yes. Correct. Number five, Persephone Palmwater. Mm. I want to say no. That's correct. Oh, I made it that up. That was a good one. Thank you. That was a good one. I was like, I don't know. It could be. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was pretty proud of that one. Number six, Bruteus Ravenshaft. Oh my gosh. Do they just get more ridiculous? Capital people are weird. I know that. Uh, this can't be real. What was it again? Bruteus Ravenshaft. That can't be real, but I'm going to say yes. I made it up. Oh, you made it up. So, so many names from the capital are based off of like Greek and Roman, Greek names, and Roman names. And so that's what I did too. Okay. You know? Um, okay. Number seven, Claudius Templesmith. Oh, that's the, uh, what's his name? That's, his name's Toby in real life. That's, he was, he helped Caesar. He was a yeah. broadcaster with Caesar. Yeah, correct. That's yeah. real. 
And then last but not least, Fabricia Whatnot. Yes. That's real. Okay. Yeah. I just thought it was weird. Fabricia Whatnot is the name of a of a person from the Capitol. Yeah. Crazy. So you only tricked me on one. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm pretty proud of me. Yeah. Those are some good <laughs> some good names. <laughs> Listen, I'm proud of you too. You killed trivia this week, babe. I did okay. Hello, you got did you not get all of I the first I missed one. I don't think so. I think I did. Hang on. I didn't know what You got that one. Oh, you didn't know how Katniss's dad yeah, died. I didn't know how Katniss's dad died. But you got everything else? Yeah. Oh, and Prim's cat's name. Yeah. But you got everything else. Okay. Congrats. And you got the whole second section, except for one. Nice. Congrats. Um, well, guys, that is the end of our discussion on the Hunger Games. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, I know it's kind of dark subject matter, but it was really fun to chat about it because there's just so much to talk about. We watched about. all of these in... Just three, a couple of days. Three days. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I want to watch something funny now. <laughs> We've been yeah. weighed down for a while. Um, but like we said, there's so much to talk about. And I'm sure we could have talked for way longer about it. I'm sure we left out a bunch of stuff. So let us know what we left out. Uh, talk to us over on Instagram at the Magic Fandom Podcast. Give us your thoughts on these movies and these books. Um, we would love to chat some more with you over there. Um Let's talk about next week. Let's let's promo oh, yes, yes, what yes. we're doing in June. Go for it, because you're very excited for this. So in June, we are going to be doing a special special thing. <laughs> um, we are going to be discussing some more horror movies. Yes, we are. They're not going to be super terrifying. There's some uh, may do a couple of like little campy ones. Yeah. Um and then I'm, down ho- for that. I'm hoping for a couple of like classics. Yeah. Um but we are calling it <laughs> June. <laughs> <laughs> um to be precise, that would be J O O O O O O H. A N E. H N E? Yeah, like ooh. No, you don't need an H. Just a bunch of O's? Just a bunch of O's. Okay. What does two O's sound? Ooh. Okay, you don't need an H at the end. Yeah. All right. Um, but maybe yeah. it's like uppercase, lowercase O's. There are eight O's. There are eight. There's eight. Okay, great. Um, so <laughs> come back in a couple weeks um, for that. I hope you all enjoy it. Um, super excited for that. I'm super excited. <laughs> I have a couple of ideas um, for a couple of episodes. I hope you all will enjoy it. Um, I'll try not to, I, I don't do anything too scary. Alyssa doesn't like scary yeah. that much. I'm trying to introduce her slowly into some so I can get into some of more of my favorites that yeah. may be a bit much right now. I'm but very these, much into the campy slasher, like Stephen funny. King, like some classic Stephen King I'm thinking. So mm. like, I'm thinking of some good, like uh, there was just a, like the eighties were a oh, yeah. wonderful time for horror movies. And oh everything. yeah. Totally. Um, so, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about that, despite just me as a person. <laughs> um, but I am really excited about it. But next week. Next week. Next week. We are going to uh, lighten the tenseness that has been the past few episodes <laughs> with some... Yeah, that's true. Uh, violence and serious uh, dark overtones and, and yeah. things of that nature. We're going to... Uh, we're going to get some Jesus. <laughs> Podcast needs some Jesus. 
We are going to be talking about Sister Act and Sister Act 2. Back in the habit. Back in the habit. Sister Act 2, Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> or like Sister Act, Too Fast, Too Furious. Too Furious. <laughs> too, so dumb. Too Sister, Too Act. <laughs> so dumb. But anyway, I'm so excited. I love these movies. I, I've, the second movie, I love. Yeah. My my signature dance is from that movie. It is. Okay, can I please film it for the Instagram? Maybe. It is we'll like see. it's my favorite. I mean, I will say Dalton and I dance around our apartment all the time, but it is my favorite Dalton dance move, and it is from Sister Act 2 Back in the Habit. Um this is I our- have not seen I have not seen the first one as much as I've seen the second one. I think I'm the opposite. You've I seen love the first one more than the yes, second one. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh! But I love the second one. I've seen the second one multiple times, but I've just I've seen the first seen, one more. I've definitely seen the second one way more than the first one. I mean, this is a rare one where the sequel is awesome. Uh, yeah, honestly, <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk. We'll about talk it. about so it. Come on back next week. So excited for it! Come on back. We are going to have lots of fun with that one. Um, I think that's it. Question mark. Anything else you have to say? Uh, That's all I got. All righty. I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Bye-bye now, y'all. Bye.